Two weeks ago, I uploaded this video. And in that video, I released a poll that I asked you guys to take the subscribers of this YouTube channel. And to be honest, I found out shockingly that over 70% of you haven't yet signed your first ever client, at least those of you that entered that poll. And even after all the information I gave you guys on the topic in that video, I'm still getting countless comments and questions from you asking me how you can sign up your first ever client. So here we are, <laughs> how to sign your first social media marketing client. Now quickly, for those of you that have been asking me this question, DM me, you comment below on these videos, you've been entering that poll, I want you to promise me something this time round, okay? Promise me that when you watch this video, you'll take action on what I'm going to teach you. Because this is not the first time that I have taught you how to sign your first client. And I'm gonna make it black and white for you guys today. So watch this video two, three, four, five times if you have to, until the information is ingrained in your brain and please action it. Because that's the only thing that's truly gonna get you that first client is your action. So follow this process step by step, get your first ever client and finally get your agency moving forward. Let's get into it. So I have a lot of ways that I sign up clients in my agency, the Affluent Agency. And if this is the first video of mine you've seen, I own affluent.co. It's a multi-platform digital marketing agency based here in the UK. And we profit seven figures a year, which is over 100k a month. We generate millions in new revenue for companies all over the globe. So I know a thing or two when it comes to agency success and signing clients. But I'm gonna be straight up with you guys. That first client is without a doubt the hardest. Because if you just think about it for a second, you're gonna be approaching business owners with zero case studies, zero success, and very limited knowledge. So we need to have a formula, we need to have a process to follow to actually get that first client. But once we get it, the momentum starts and it's much easier to sign more. The hardest part is that first client. So let me run you through firstly how I got my first client and what I would do if I was starting an agency today to get my first one. When I first started, I was working a nine to five job and to me, I wanted to reach out to local businesses. I would recommend all of you guys doing the same. Start local with your agency. Don't be reaching out to other countries or cities. And the reason why you want to do this is because we need as many leverage points as we can possibly get when we don't have the leverage of being able to get results for clients and having existing clients, right? And so if our leverage being local is that we are from the same city and we understand the area, then so be it. That is why we need to start local. So we have an in with the business owners that we're speaking to. So I started building a list of all of the companies in my local area that I deemed would be suitable for my Facebook ad service that I was offering. I built a list of restaurants, gyms, dentists, building contractors, anybody that required lead generation, a handmade jewelry company, a kitchen and bathroom showroom. I pretty much built a list of every business that I deemed would be suitable for my service. And by suitable, I just bought anybody that could take on new customers and that had a product or service that would suit Facebook ads that I could imagine seeing on my Facebook newsfeed. And I made my best judgment around that because to be honest with you, pretty much every local business out there is suitable for a Facebook advertising service if that is a service you're offering. If it's not, then you need to weigh up, okay, whether or not these companies are suitable for you. Now, the first thing you wanna do when building this list is think about your friends and your family. Which businesses do I have 
in my own network. Now, not all of you will have this, but if you do, it'll put you in an advantageous position. For me, I knew one business. I had one friend who was in business that I could leverage. And so I put them on my list. They actually ended up being my second ever client. It was a furniture store. And my first client was completely cold outreach. It was a restaurant in the local city. So you've got that friends and family list, right? Those are the people you're gonna reach out to. You also wanna add pretty much every other local business in your area. Anybody that you deem suitable for your service. I was offering Facebook ads. So that means pretty much any business that can have handle an intake of new customers and sells a product or service and can take customers from Facebook, their ideal customers are on the platform would be suitable. So I had restaurants, I had gyms, I had dentists, I had builders, I had anyone that can take lead generation. I had uh, kitchen and bathroom showrooms. I had a local jewelry store, pretty much every business in my local area. I built a list around that and I just eliminated ones that I didn't think would be suitable. I went on Google Maps and I moved around and I saw what businesses were on there. I Googled restaurants, I Googled dentists, I Googled a lot of different keywords for different niches and I built a list of as many companies as I could find. Now I'd recommend you storing this list, creating it on Google Sheets, which is a completely free to use tool. It's like an alternative for Microsoft Excel. Okay, so build that list and as you're doing it, you don't just wanna put the company name and where they're based and what niche they're in, but you also wanna find some contact details for the business owner. So when you're on the website for this potential customer, look at the about page, look at the blog titles, Google business name, owner, okay? And you're gonna find the business owner's details. You won't be able to do this for every single business, but you will for the majority of them out there. And it's very, very important that you store those business owner's details because that is who you're gonna ask for when you actually reach out to the company. And I learned this very early on in my sales jobs that I had, is that you always need to be speaking to the decision maker. If you just got info at addresses and random contact details to get through to secretaries all the time, you're not gonna be able to sell your service. You need to be speaking to the decision maker only. So make sure you qualify that list as you're building it out. So you've got a list, right? I had one built and I did this in the mornings. I did this in the evenings whilst I was working my job. I spent the first couple of days building this list. The next thing you need to do is actually reach out to those companies. And we've got four major tools to use to get that first client when it comes to outreach. We have cold calling, we've got direct messages or so DMs, emails and we've also got door-to-door, face-to-face. And what I recommend all of you to do when you're first starting out, regardless of your position, regardless of your experience, is use a mix of all four of those outreach strategies because it's gonna make you a well-rounded salesperson. And an agency is a sales-based industry and that's just a fact. So you need to understand how to communicate with people in a multitude of different ways. On the phone, via email, via DM, and even face to face. Now I don't care if cold calling scares the shit out of you. You need to do it. I don't wanna hear an excuse from any of you as to why you cannot cold call. There is no good enough excuse unless phones literally are not a thing in your country in which you're probably not gonna be able to build a successful agency out of it anyway. Cold calling builds the foundations of success in any sales-based environment. It puts you under pressure. It's not easy as a beginner. I remember as my first ever cold calling job, I used to go to the end of the office and I would be trembling in fear, shaking with my script in my hand. But over 
over time, I got better and better and better. And I created this extrovert that I am now. I was such an introvert before I jumped into sales. I'm an extrovert now because cold calling pushed me into an incredibly uncomfortable position and allowed me to be able to learn how to sell to anybody using my vocabulary. Now, if you don't cold call when you're first starting out, when you jump on meetings on Zoom, let's say you do get meetings on emails, on DMs, right? You're going to scramble. You're going to be a nervous wreck. You're going to screw that up, right? Because you're not just speaking to someone now. You're in front of them on the camera. How are you even going to handle that? So you need to get past that initial fear of cold calling, right? You need to appreciate that you're going to get no's, you're going to get rejections, but it's all a learning experience. Your initial outreach is paving the way. It is your sales training ongoing throughout your agency. And it's essential to your success, regardless of that first client. So get on the phone. So we're going to do cold calling, we're going to do emails, we're going to do DMs, and we are going to try a little bit of face-to-face if you get the opportunity as well. When you're out shopping, I would walk into a business and just try that, okay? Again, it's going to create you a well-rounded salesperson. And what this is called is a multi-platform strategy. And the reason why we do this, let's use an example of our friends. If we were to reach out to five of our friends, we needed to get hold of all of them. We wouldn't WhatsApp all of them, right? We might DM one of them, we might call one, we know one doesn't answers, no point calling them, we might text the other one, right? We have a multitude of ways of getting through to individual people. So why would we then treat business owners as if they're all the same? Some of them might not even check their emails, some might not even check their DMs. So the only way to make sure that we get a no or a yes or squeeze an answer out of every single person is we reach out to them using a multitude of different platforms. So it's not just about training either. Okay, so let's regress back to the strategy. I don't want this video to be hours long today. So we've got our list of leads. We need to reach out to them. The first point of contact is always gonna be cold calling. With cold calling, it's the most effective way to get meetings for local businesses. We've got our voice. We're not just relying on text. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna call up the business owner and we're gonna use a very simple strategy. First of all, we're gonna ask for the business owner by first name. We're gonna assume familiarity. Act like we already know this person. Hey, can you put me through to John, please? Right? Then when we get put through to said person, we're going to check we're actually through to the right person. Hey, is this John I'm speaking to? Because we don't want to be fobbed off to someone else. We're then going to diffuse them and say, I know you're busy, so I'm going to be quick. And then we're going to highlight the need for our service. So let's say it's Facebook ads. We might say something like, I was actually on your Facebook page and noticed you guys aren't running any ads at the minute, which to me is crazy because I know you guys would absolutely smash it. Okay, so we're highlighting the need and we're saying, you really should be doing this. And then finally, we're going to ask for a meeting. We are never going to pitch on a cold call or any outreach. We always want to get a meeting so we have time to prepare and that's when we're going to pitch. So we'll say something like, so the reason for my call is I wanted to see if you were free over the next couple of days for an informal chat. No obligations though. If you want, you can just take my strategies and run away with them. Something I like to throw in at the end there just to make it a little bit humorous and again, diffuse them. This is very relaxed. It's informal. It's not like some really regimented script. I want to change this for the people that you are speaking to, but the keys always remain the same. So we're going to assume familiarity and ask for the business owner by first name. We're then going to check we're speaking to the right person. We're going to diffuse them. We're going to create the need for our service. And then we're going to ask for a meeting in a nice informal way. Okay, cool. That's cold calling, but you're not going to get hold of every single business owner, all right? Maybe in 20 calls, you might only get hold of a couple of business owners. If you're lucky, you might get hold of five or even 10 business owners out of 20 calls. So what do we do for the people that we can't get hold of? Well, we're going to send them a quick email and a DM, and we're going to follow a similar format to the actual cold call and the things that we'd say on there. So we're going to reach out, we're going to say, hey, we are going to mention the fact that we called, I actually tried to call you today. We are then going to give them a personal compliment, okay? Some kind of personalization, something we could only say to this
this business owner. Because via email or DM, we do not have our voice. It's not very personal. And so we need to show this person that we are reaching out to them as an individual. And we're not just copy and pasting this email to 10, 20, 30 people. It needs to be personalized. And this is key with emails or DM if you want success with them. So we're going to add that personalization. We're then going to highlight the need for the service. And we are going to ask for the meeting over the next couple of days. So again, similar format to the cold call. We're going to send those out. And we're going to make sure that we actually track the emails and DMs that we are sending out there on our lead list so we know when we need to follow up because we don't just want to send one message if they don't get back to us in a couple of days we want to send them another to say hey have you had the chance to see this yet and we want to follow up with them effectively and that's exactly what i did over two weeks i worked through my list i cold called every day i sent emails i sent dms and one weekend they even did some door to door until i got my first meetings now i'd recommend when you're first starting out if possible reach out to 20 new companies every day at a minimum reach out to 10 companies a day set a realistic target and stick to it religiously that is why I was able to quit my job within two weeks of starting my agency because I stuck to my targets I already had taught and been ingrained that targets are key to success in any sales-based industry so follow my advice there and create realistic targets for your outreach and stick to them every single day and make sure you track everything on your lead list. So once we've got our first ever meetings, we need to do a little preparation. And what I would recommend you doing is looking at the company website, learning the ins and outs of their brands and the kind of products or services that they sell, and also look into their competitors on Facebook or on Instagram. Try and find a competitor that's got a really good social presence. Because we're gonna use something called the law of comparison in our meeting and where we're going to compare them to one of their competitors and ignite that fire that competitive streak within them okay so try and find a couple of competitors that look like they're already running ads you can check that by going on their facebook page clicking about clicking on page transparency and you'll be able to see whether or not that company is running ads at the moment if they're not running ads it's not the end of the world just find someone that's got a good social presence that you can compare them to now the rest of the preparation is within yourself before you go into your first ever meeting don't go into it thinking it's going to be some hard sales environment when i jumped into my first ever meeting with a restaurant i screwed it up broadly i don't know how i signed them up but I went in there with this boisterous sales mentality where I was dropping one-liners that I thought was going to squeeze them and pressure sell them into buying. And what I realized very, very quickly is agency sales is just a conversational problem-solving exercise. It's just one human being going to another human being trying to help each other out, trying to help each other make more money. So alleviate the pressure of this being a sales-based environment. It's going to be you going in and having a very open conversation to someone about their business. And just remember that they wouldn't say yes to having a meeting with you if they didn't genuinely need your help. So don't overthink it. And also go into your meetings with confidence, but without expectation. What I mean by that is have confidence in your service's ability to get results. Know that Facebook ads is what this business needs to increase their revenue, but don't have expectation that they're going to say yes, because you're not going to sign up every client from every meeting that you have. Not every agency would scale to 100 grand a month 
like that. So don't have the expectation and you then won't be disappointed. But fuel yourself with impenetrable confidence that your service can get results for this business. Even if you do not know how to fulfill that service yet, you're probably gonna experience some imposter syndrome because you won't know how to run Facebook ads for this business. But look at other agencies out there, look at their results and understand that the service works and fuel yourself from the service's success, not necessarily your ability to deliver it. I didn't even know how to run Facebook ads when I signed my first ever client. I just knew Facebook ads work and that is carried across in my tonality in the meeting and it fills that potential business with confidence that I can deliver them results, that I can do what I'm saying I can do. This meeting might be face-to-face, -face, and I would recommend you doing face-to-face -face if it is local, if possible. If not, it might be via Zoom, if for whatever reason they can't do face-to-face. -face. But either way, the strategy is gonna be the same. We're gonna follow a simple three-part meeting strategy. Number one, we have our discovery stage. And what we do is we go into the meeting and we start building rapport straight away. We have our niceties, we talk about the weather, we talk about what's going on in the world right now, we talk about what's happening in the city, okay? We just do whatever we need to do to build a little bit of rapport in the initial stages. And then we jump straight into discovery about the business. We ask them questions about what's going well and what isn't going well right now. What days are busy, what days aren't busy, what products sell well, what products don't sell well, and why? And we want the business owner to open up, okay, and give us fuel and ammunition for the rest of the meeting. And these are actually the things that we would help them overcome, the problems that we would help them overcome if they were to say yes to us and we were to run ads for them. And we also wanna go through their financials. How much money are they making right now? And more importantly, how much money do they want to be making? We wanna understand their goals. We want to ignite that fire in their belly, that entrepreneurship spirit, okay? That made them create this business in the first place. So we've gone through their problems, we've understood their position, we understood their desired position, and that is our discovery stage. And once we've done that, we're gonna let them know we understand their position. I understand where you are right now, and I know what we need to do to get you to point C? Would you like me to run through how we can bridge that gap? The next stage is our presentation stage. And what we do here is we're gonna build authority, okay? And we're gonna build a lot of trust with the business owner and educate them, okay? Depending on their knowledge level, okay? Depending on what we think they know already about ads. And this is where we're gonna compare them to one of their competitors. We're gonna show them what their life could be like on the other side, what their presence could be like on social media or through running ads. We're then gonna educate them on our service. And if you're first starting out, you don't even know anything about Facebook ads, an easy way for us to do this is go on Facebook, go to create an ad, put a five pound a day budget on a dummy targeting that you would use essentially for this business and take that screenshot and show it to the business owner. Show them spending five pounds a day, this is how many people you could reach. This is how many people could potentially be visiting your website. And do some very simple maths with them to reverse engineer the kind of money they could be making using ads. Show them the power of ads and educate them based on their level of knowledge, okay? We wanna adapt this towards what they know. So that's our presentation stage, and the goal there is just to make sure that they trust us and they, we, they know that we can do what we're saying we can do. Our final stage is the close. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna ask for the close. We're gonna say to them, okay, do you have any questions based on everything we've discussed today? No, okay. Would you like to proceed to the next step? Yes, we get permission, and then we go through and present our price. Okay, so our, my price for my X service is Y, okay? When we say the price, we stay silent. And this is very important. So many people say their price, they get nervous, understandably, and then they start saying things, blabbermouth, okay? Verbal diarrhea. And what this does 
is it destroys all of the confidence and trust that you've built in that meeting because you start justifying your price. And it's very important in any sales-based environment. When you say your price, you go dead and you let them speak because they're computing and they're thinking. And if you speak first, you've lost. Now, you're not always gonna get a straightforward yes. Sometimes you're gonna get objections. In fact, a lot of times you're gonna get objections. You need to be confident enough to overcome those objections. An objection is not a no, it's just a request for more information. I learned that very early on and you should too. So it, no matter what they say to you, ah, Jordan, I need a bit of time to think. No problem, Steve. Out of interest, what are the questions you need to ask yourself? So we're gonna push back and we're gonna ask and we're gonna dig into things and we can regress and we can overcome those objections. At the very least, if you have to leave a meeting without getting an yes, always schedule in a follow-up meeting. Maximum five days in advance. You don't want them to go cold. Always schedule one in. Don't let somebody go cold, okay? Number one rule. Sweet, so that is the meeting. And by that point, hopefully you're gonna get a yes, okay? Even if you get a no, it's fine. Move on to the next and you will eventually get a yes. You've got your first ever client. Congratulations. <laughs> you need to fulfill a service now. <laughs> you actually need to do what you're saying you can do. And that is a scary thing for lots of agency owners, but it's only scary for the first one or two clients. I remember when I first signed the client, I was like, man, I need to really learn Facebook ads. And I wasted a bit of that client's money over the first two weeks and it was okay. I got the results in the first month. They weren't spectacular. Month two, month three, it was amazing. And I watched YouTube videos. I took online courses. There are so many resources out there for you to learn how to fulfill your service. Just make sure you do a good job and make sure you jump in and learn it. But you do not need to learn all of these skills before you sign up that first client. So many agencies out there procrastinate on reaching out and getting clients. Because like, let me just learn ads first. And I get people ask me all the time, like, okay, Jordan, how can I practice ads? How can I get good at ads before I sign up a client? And you can't. The only real practice you can get through running ads is actually running them for a business. And the only way you can run them for a business is if you sign up that first client. One final thing I wanna to cover today, guys, is free trials. And if you're ever in a position when you're signing up that first client, I am very much of the opinion that what is worth more than money when you're first starting out is a case study and experience. So if you're speaking to a business owner who you know would be a really suitable fit and money is the pushing point, it's the sticking point, you can't get them over the line, don't be afraid to offer them a two-week free trial. Work for free in return for a case study and the promise that if you do get them results, they will become a paying client for you afterwards. There are so many people out there that ego say, I will never do a free trial. And that's just the loser's mentality as a business owner when you're first starting out. They're protecting a brand that does not exist because they do not have clients. What do you think? The business owner's gonna go and send a message out to every other business owner in the local area and all of a sudden your agency is because you're offering free trials. What are you talking about? And there are so many people that are misinformed in YouTube and say, don't do this. The most valuable thing when you're first starting out is the first client. The first client is what helps you get the second client and the third client and the fourth client. And that is worth more than a measly 1,000 pounds. Because you don't want to earn 1,000 pounds. You want to earn 10,000, 100,000, 200,000, 500,000, a million, right? You want to earn a lot more than that initial first client's worth. And the most important thing for you and the most valuable thing when you're first starting an agency is the first client. So get them through any means possible, right? I'm not saying go and cold call people and say, oh, I've got this free trial. I'm doing this. Oh, free trial, free trial. Like, no, don't do that. But if you need to use it as a last resort in a meeting, then you absolutely should because the client is the most important thing. Guys, there's a lot of stuff to go through today. And I realize that we haven't been able to dive really deep into individual strategies because I didn't want this video to be stupidly long. I want it to be actionable for you guys. And I don't want to overload your brains. Obviously, as you know, 
if you want to take the elevator, you don't want to figure this stuff out and piece it together for YouTube yourself, we have the Affluent Academy. It's our done with you mentorship program. We literally go through the complete A to Z, the in-depth of every single word you should say on the phone, every single word you should say in a meeting, every objection that you could possibly have to handle. We've got that covered for you and it's done with you and we work with you with our coaches. If you want to explore that, there is a link in the description. You can schedule a call with our head of client success, Connor, and you can see whether this is a good fit for you. It is application only though, and we only let in a very limited number of people at once. Guys, implement everything you have learned today. If you still haven't got that first client, implement what I have taught you and take action on this. You are never going to be more ready than you are right now. Everything else is just an excuse. So get out there and go get your first client. Cheers.